if you were naked right now, I'm picturing it, would you be hairless? Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. Uh, I'm Ragnar. I'm, I've been told to introduce Guillaume first, so I'm introducing Guillaume now. Guillaume, you're in Iceland. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hey. I feel psychic today. Oh, I didn't ask you how you feel. Guillaume, how do you feel? Psychic. Oh, whoa. I knew that already, so maybe I'm psychic. I feel the name Johan. Oh. Do you like that name? It's it's a nice name. It's... It, it, a good friend of mine is called Johan. His, oh, na- his name is Johan. No, he's not only called Johan. His name is called Okay. Name is Johan. That, this is such a coincidence. Yeah. Such a coincidence. Because here to my left is a little boy named Johan. Hi, I'm, oh. a, I'm a little boy. And one day I dream of being a real boy. My name is Johan. Oh. He, is, he is quite petite, but all of him is beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> how, do, how does he that. look? Can you describe his looks? Uh, he looks, um, in terms of where he comes from, he looks very ambiguous. Yeah, I'm like if you if everyone had sex with each other, but only had one baby together. Mm, That's what it's I like, look like. Uh, like street mutts. Yeah. Like how they're just dog. Is, yeah, the, is, the one that becomes more successful than the regular. Is, okay. is yeah. Johan ugly? <laughs> no, of course not. Why would I have an ugly man with me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're superficial. Exactly. Uh, speaking of ugly men, should we uh, should we get Monroe on the phone and introduce Johan and Monroe? Yes. Alrighty, uh, let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe, do you want to make a new friend? Hello, Monroe. <laughs> Always. I have 10, as we already established, so one, oh, yeah. one more is needed. Eh. So you have to bump someone off your you list. You need it to go up to 11. Yeah. Oh, see, that's a reference. <laughs> uh, Monroe, say hello to Johan. Hello, Johan, you little cupcake. <laughs> Hello, C- Cupcake Monroe in, in the UK. <laughs> UK Cupcake. There's so much love here already. This is our most... There's more love in this episode already than there ever has been before. That's because I'm currently naked and eating an ice lolly. And how can you not be happy when you're naked and eating an ice lolly? Wait, are you legitimately naked? Yeah. Like 100% naked? Yeah. Can you send me pictures? <laughs> in my birthday suit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why nice uh I, I don't know i came in and i was hot and i was like how can i not be hot and i thought mm, take my clothes off and now i'm not hot maybe this is society imprinting itself on me but i am more comfortable in uh underwear than i am naked thoughts yeah yeah, yeah i uh, agree it depends how delicate i feel in the day it sounds like you haven't been naked enough Sounds like I haven't been naked enough. Yeah. Oh, this is a good question. I've wanted to ask this for a while. We'll start with our resident guest. Mm-hmm. Johan, what is your... So discounting uh, sleeping time mm-hmm. okay. and bathing time. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is your personal best for the longest amount of time you've been consecutively naked? <laughs> discounting sleeping and bathing? Yeah. Uh, Probably once, like 15 hours. Because I spent just the whole day fucking naked. Like legit naked? 
Yeah. The whole day? Yeah. What I had, day? I had, uh, I had the house to myself. My entire family was gone on vacation. And I said I didn't want to go. And I just spent the entire fucking day stark naked. It was awesome. Wow. That's, see, I've never done that. I think my personal best is... So we're, it has to start at like age like eight or something. You can't like you can't count your childhood, obviously. I think I was like 16. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. You can't be like four years old and be like, I'm not going on holiday, mom. <laughs> I'm going to have cupcakes <laughs> with the <bed." laughs> But I think, honestly, I think my personal best for being naked is like 10 minutes. What? That's it? No, that's not true. That's not true. Me, uh, no, is that bathing? Uh, uh, what's his name? Wade and myself last summer we were driving around iceland we got to one of those like nature pool type things uh and it was nighttime and we didn't want to get anything wet so we just went in naked but that counts so as that's bathing, bathing. Right? i'm putting that in bathing category yeah. i mean yeah yeah like you just yeah, said what, like with like discounting bathing and then you yeah. immediately say bathing yeah but it's not like bathing bathing this is like it's i'm not bathing to wash i'm bathing to chill like i might as well have not been in water so you're <laughs> He's just sitting on the rocks with his friends like so you, boy it's good to be naked. So your definition of bathing is to get clean. I don't know what my I'm just trying to like, be cooler than I I think in most history like bathing means to be in warm water. To chill? To chill. That's why I bathe my potatoes before I eat them. Oh yeah. Uh chickpeas, isn't it? Something something to do with chickpeas and poison? Monroe? Uh bamboo and poison, I think. Oh, I thought it was chickpeas. You have can to like you, you have to wash you some toxin off them. No, chick- there's some like chickpea. I think it's chickpeas where you have to wash them uh, because otherwise they're poisonous. Are they? Yeah, you need bamboo's to, poisonous. You need to if you don't wash it as well, I think, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, ba- like when would I eat bamboo? Am I a panda? No, but you may have gone across to the Orient. You can also buy it in tins and shops, although probably not in Iceland. Ba- bamboo yeah. is really good. I don't believe you. Johan, have you ever eaten bamboo? You kind of look like you could be a panda. <laughs> you know, I would say that's a little bit racist, but we just discussed about being ambiguous, you know? So, because pandas are pandas are like the spirit animal for ambiguously ethnic, right? Black, white, and Asian? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So maybe it is a spirit. <laughs> I've never had any bamboo. Okay. But I do often feel like a panda in the sense that I don't want to do anything. Okay. Are you a fussy you know? eater? I'm not at all, actually. Mm, that's one. Whenever you have two offsprings, do you let the other one die? <laughs> <laughs> no, I let the even one die. <laughs> I had a naked meal once where we all just sat in the dark naked eating. That was. Who's we? Uh, this was in Iceland, in that f- house that I lived in in Iceland. It was in that goddamn house yeah. that you lived in? Yeah. And you were all. But what did Mel think about this? I don't know. She was fine with it. You lived with other women? Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Did you even tell her? Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't. I mean, if, if not, then she's going to find out on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> ne- next week's going to be, guys, the engagement's <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was there some like, oh, we're going to taste things so much better if we are naked? <laughs> I don't know. Th- everything's, everything's just a bit more fun when you're naked, which is obviously something you I, have yet to yeah, learn. Yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. I That's think not in British English it's pronounced naked, right? <laughs> naked. <laughs> naked. We actually, we've had a complaint. We've, we've had, had our a, first complaint. A goddamn complaint. Yeah, so I was telling a story the other day about the news and how the news is bullshit and whatever. And I was telling that story about when I was in Denmark at a bar. Yeah. And my friend, uh, Mr. Fogarty, who didn't send us a voicemail, I think he may have sent us one now. Nice. Uh, he 
he complained that I gave him a British accent in my uh, in my recounting of the story when in fact he's Irish. Yeah, when it, yeah. What? I mean, yeah. did you refer him? No, I didn't. I didn't remember who I was with, no, but he I, was offended anyway. I did not know who it was. Now I know it was him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know who it was, and now I know it was him. Oh. So, Guillaume, what's your what's your personal naked vest? I don't know. <laughs> not long. Okay, cool. And Monroe, you like what hours? Yeah, hours. I'd say. Yeah. How many hours? Don't know. Not fifteen. I doubt it. I doubt it's going to be fifteen. Uh, More than five. I'd say or some maybe around four or five. I don't know. Like when you're drunk, you get naked. When you're no, not you, drunk, I, you get naked. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Actually, I have some friends that like to get naked when they're drunk. So we played we played strip poker once as some you know we were eighteen or nineteen or whatever nineteen probably. Uh, and these two dudes, the first item of clothing they took off, it wasn't strip poker. It was strip something. Doesn't <laughs> matter. First item of clothing they took off off was their pants, uh, American pants, and second item of clothing was their underpants or British pants. So they after two removals they had no pants on no that's actually nice. so good that's so good move <laughs> <laughs> what if i think the best move is if you can take off your underpants in the first move right like right? mr bean style mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah or zoolander <laughs> zoolander style oh yes yeah on the runway yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that's actually yeah okay it's what it makes I no haven't... sense when he does that but must Mr. Bean make sense actually? Mr. Bean, he like he legit does it because uh, Rowan Atkinson did it on uh, some talk show. <laughs> it was probably that seems like a very Graham Norton esque thing. It was Is he not a, a to- notoriously boring person to hang out with as well? Who Rowan Atkinson? Yeah, I mean, I could imagine. Doesn't he have a smoking hot daughter? But he doesn't say shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's funny in Rat Race. Mm, yeah, yes. he's funny in Mr. Bean stuff. I'm not really a fan of Mr. Bean. <clears throat> really? Like it's not. I don't know. It's a bit too slapstick. Slapstick is dated humor, yes or no? No, dateless. Dateless. Sorry, sorry. I do not understand what you were saying. Slapstick humor. What does that mean? Like, oh, I slipped on a banana peel. Oh, look at me. That sort of humor. (laughs) 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 And there is your answer. (laughs) Dateless. Shit. Uh, It was funny when you said it. Yeah, because British accents make everything sound silly. Johan, do you think do you think slapstick humor is timeless? For sure. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the slapstick humor, right? It definitely is funny sometimes. I'm pretty sure if I saw you slip on a banana in this room, yeah. I laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair. You know. You know. He's. I. I'm pretty sure he's sitting down. So if he would slip on a banana. That wouldn't make any sense. Importantly, if you slipped on that banana whilst naked, it would be more funny. <laughs> Guys, wait. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Oh, oh, you will come right in that God. moment. Because Seth, we... is, Seth is snoring. I think we caught it on mic. He's <laughs> on our f- so Seth, our guest from the other day, is in the studio because Johan needs a handler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't Seth sleep in another room? No, because he's allergic and afraid of and two dogs. Allergic to and afraid of my dog. My dog is the loveliest, so he won't go inside. Uh, he wants to be oh. here in the studio, and he is sleeping he's on the a, floor. He's a wuss. He's a wuss. And he doesn't want it. Uh, he doesn't want people to say happy birthday to him. But it is his birthday today. Happy birthday, happy Seth. birthday, sir, Seth. <laughs> what did you but call Neil, him? <laughs> what did you call him? Seth. <laughs> what, Seth? <laughs> I was going to say Seth. I don't even. That is that funny. Is that humor? 
mispronunciation. If he was naked, it would be no. funny. Oh, we're actually, in fact, all naked, setting a new record for Ragnar. Yeah. I'm, oh. <laughs> I took off all my clothes. So once I took off all my clothes at a party, uh, and it was great. Actually, no, I, I had my underwear on still, but it was funny. Uh, the Someone like leaned against the wall, and the lights went out, and it went completely dark, and they turned the lights back on like five seconds later, and in that time frame, my friend and I somehow managed to coordinate that we would both take all of our clothes off. Nice. So the lights went out. And we took our immediately took our clothes off, and they came back on, and then we were just the only ones there without wearing clothes. So why nice. why are you more confident, or why are you more comfortable with your underwear on than without it on, even when you're on your? I own? don't know. Even yeah, even when I'm, I don't know. I ju- it just is more comfortable to me. I don't know why. Do you feel? Like, just, do you like, like? Do you just feel like you just feel vulnerable without it on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't feel as comfortable. I can't really. It's not that like I'm afraid of someone seeing, or I'm afraid of. This or that, it just feels more like more streamlined, more fucking aerodynamic, more. I don't know. I want so Ragnar. Aerodynamic? Did nobody catch that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I want so Ragnar break the lights at uh, another person's home while y- dancing. Yes. yes. Is this related? <laughs> yeah, it is related because. I'm offended. What? <laughs> what? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Have you? Nonsense. Did you have a stroke? <laughs> yes. Uh, Monroe, don't you want to get to know our guest? You haven't. You haven't asked him a single question. I well, I I feel like we already know each other because I called him a cupcake. He called me a cupcake, and then that's kind of mm, all yeah, you do. That's all the bonding you ever need. Yeah, I think it's implicit that you're gonna break off your engagement now, and <laughs> we're getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah, I'm, I think it was implicit in the cupcake, I you think know, so, the yeah. tone of voice. So, one thing that's interesting is the fact that I cheated on you boys uh, recently and was on another podcast. Ooh, that's right. uh, a no. podcast. Uh, co-hosted by Johan would you say that yeah co-hosted yeah and this podcast is noteworthy for having zero listeners to date that's right nice literally exactly zero listeners despite how many episodes do you have recorded or out recorded (laughs) (laughs) you'd be a great police interrogator (laughs) how many people did you see in the house like tonight or or when like the whole day four I knew it (laughs) How many how many uh, episodes four, recorded? Yeah, four. four? Mm-hmm. So they have four episodes, zero listeners. How does that feel? It feels great actually. Nice. What's the podcast? It knows, yeah, it's called uh, you know, uh, it's called Calling Seth. I don't know where we got the name from, but <laughs> Seth came up with it and it, uh, it sounded great. So nice. <laughs> we just went with it. <laughs> no, it's called uh, the Dim podcast. The Dim, D I M. Yeah, D I M. Mm, what's it all about? It's uh, it's an abbreviation for the diverse international men. It's just a group of friends, group of dudes who just uh, like to crack jokes at each other and and be diverse and be diverse. That's it. It got real serious in in the last. It got real deep in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your boy Ragnar, he got he got deep we, in we our podcast. We are diverse. We are diverse. So I, we are. I would say we are, but according to the Huffington Post, we're not. Mm. So because if the Huffington Post were to look at our like headshots, they'd be like, they're all the same. They're all typical white men. But we're actually, I'd say we're quite diverse. If you know anything about us, I'm not like you. I'm no, not, not like you. Um, no. Are we yeah, all? Are but, you, Hannah, so, are you yeah, white? I'm ambiguous. You're ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm uh, I look I look Hawaiian. I'm Hawaiian. Mm, I was just assuming from the the old panda comment that 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little yeah, something going on. I'd, I'd have to say that you know, if I had to guess, I'm better at math than all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. lord and at least have better teeth than one of you you know <laughs> if we're going there <laughs> no that, that's not right Monroe doesn't get it <laughs> but I laughed anyway to feel included yeah Okay. so yeah their podcast is, is cool but they they only have one microphone that's true so you just have to have to huddle do you guys have four microphones total right now right yeah so we have three less microphones but three more penises in our yeah. podcast, there were there were what there were seven of us. There's six. Four, four plus, four plus four, four plus three is six. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So he studies uh, computer science or programming or something. And I'm Asian. <laughs> and he's Asian. Uh, but I guess that you have the calculator do the math for you normally. I just didn't count you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's you're always counted <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, our, we it got real when we were uh, we were on their podcast. We were talking surprisingly about, real. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about who who you could be friends with, like uh, if there were limits to to who you could be friends with based on like their opinions. Like if you mm-hmm. could be friends with someone who had a vastly different political opinion than you, uh, Monroe, you're going to say yes, of course. Monroe uh, and uh, Guillaume's going to say no, you can't. Right? Am I right, boys? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, elaborate. Uh, well, yeah, of course. No, um, you can be fr- you can be friends with people who have different opinions with you. It's just well, I guess like it depends how friendly you're going to be. You know, I think if if someone is devoutly religious, then trying to be in a relationship with them when you are an atheist or whatever is just going to be tricky because there's so many of your fundamental values are going to be different. Yeah. Or if someone, if whereas if you're just trying to be friends on like uh go to the pub every couple of weeks then having people who've got different opinions to use more fun because then you can have arguments so i'm talking about like uh like me and you a level of friendship like okay. what would what opinion would i have to have uh for you to just not want to like be associated with me anymore i guess any opinion that just made you objectively a bit of a cunt so if i uh if you're a racist or if you were just if you were just if I was like a, if I really... denied the Holocaust, uh, yeah. So yeah, eventually the question came up: is like uh, if if you had the hottest, you know, <laughs> most attractive person you could imagine in front of you, what would they have to say for you to not sleep with them? I mean, sleeping with is totally different, <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say something, but then I didn't because my mom listened to this podcast. Say it. I'll just bleep it. You can't fuck up personality. You're definitely not going to bleep that, are you? No. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. Did you say your your mom watch, listens to the podcast? Yeah, she does. Well, hello to Monroe's mom. What's her name again? Jill. Jill, of course. And your dad's name is Jack? Jill and Colin. Jill Colin. So your dad's your dad is the rally driver Colin Monroe. <laughs> oh no, he's a, he's Colin Monroe is a cricketer. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, cricketer, cricketer. Colin yeah. McRae is a, a fucking rally driver. You need to do an episode called Colin Jill, where both his parents are on the podcast. Oh yeah, should we do that? Yeah, yeah. Get them on the podcast. Can you do that? I'm done. We should do some yes. some parent. Yeah. Uh, some parent traps. Get some get some moms and or dads up on up in this bitch. So Monroe, I had I heard, is it you that spends a lot of time in hospitals? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Occasionally. They, they both do. <laughs> you both spend a lot of time in hospital. 
Okay, that was a layered <laughs> joke. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Monroe's a uh, significantly more. Yeah. Would you like to explain why? Uh, I'm just because I'm a doctor, which is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, R- uh, Ragnar made it to be really. And I'm not. The, There's I'm other not reasons why you spend plenty of time in hospitals, Monroe. Oh, because of my feet. Because you're just an idiot. You you do stupid things all the time. Wait, I need to know about your feet now. What is Nobody this? cares about it. We've been over this already. I smashed my old heels up and then spent a few months in a wheelchair and then a few couple of years getting better and all's good. Oh, shit. Damn. And that inspired you to become a doctor? No, no. I was already in the process of studying medicine at the time uh, and then did that. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. And and like, what kind of doctor are you? I, I am just a, a doctor, doctor, a doctor that doesn't know much right now because I'm just I just qualified three weeks ago. Um, oh, congratulations! Thank you. So I will be getting my first paycheck on the twenty fifth. Cocaine and hookers. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then, I hope your uh, fiance doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> hey, I have I have a segue. You now. can't do this. All your segues come. W- in the middle of a talking point. <laughs> That's what a segue is. No, right? no, 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 no. Because he's yeah. a doctor, and I think I think about mistakes. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. But fine, we'll we'll humor. This you. is like Go. you know, um, podcast island, desert island discs. Do you ever listen to that? No. Oh, never mind. It, it's a very famous in the UK where they interview people. Uh, and then you have to basically you have to choose seven seven songs that you would take with you to play on this desert island, and then through mm. and basically you tell your life story through these seven songs. Um, but every time it's getting to a juicy bit, she always just interrupts like, "Well, what's the next song? What the fuck? Why is that popular?" Anyway, it's a fun road trip thing to do if you're on a road trip. Get someone to do that. They're allowed seven songs and one luxury item. And then they also get, because it's BBC Radio 4, they get the full works of Shakespeare and the Bible. They get the full works of Shakespeare? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. What the fuck? I know, I know. Um, but it, it is good listening. Back to Guthion. Uh, I was going to say, now, I would never be able to mention seven songs. <laughs> that was not the segue you are going so for, So you Guthion. forgot your own segue? No, no, I remember it. I remember mistakes. Okay. The first one is is... The, when they were making that uh, Superman movie, do you know that one? No, that Ka- Superman Ka- movie. Ka- yeah, they only they only made one good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made one. They they made one. Wait, are you talking about the Henry Cavill one? Yeah, where they had to like take his beard out. Oh yeah. Honestly, I haven't seen it, and I know nothing about it. It it actually costed twenty five million dollars to edit his beard out, out off out. That is what are you talking about? It was actually. He was in that Superman movie, and he had a mustache. But he was actually recording another movie at the yeah, same time. Yeah, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. When he had to have the mustache. Yeah. So the problem was they had to... What is it called? CGI? Yeah, CGI the beard away. I would like someone to CGI a beard onto my face, because I am incapable of growing one. This seems like a, they really should have put a fake mustache on him for the other movie. Yeah, exactly. For a mere twenty-five dollars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would have saved themselves a million, right? The math and checks out. The other mistake was wait, I'm gonna Google the name. Seth is snoring again, by the way. <laughs> but every time we mention it, he wakes up. Ah, damn it! I'm I'm kind of got similar issues to you to you, Johan. I like my cheeks just don't fill out with hair. You know, I don't know what it no, is. No, I'm not talking about my cheeks. I'm just talking about 
the whole part. He's talking about his whole body. It's yeah. are, you co- are you a hair? If you were naked right now, I'm picturing it. Would you be hairless? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, except for my butthole. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm the yeah. opposite to that. I just would like to say again, uh, hello to Monroe's mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Monroe, you're you're very hairy, but you wax your butthole. So, oh man, I'm going to tell that story on the podcast. Wait, what? I've never waxed my butthole, but there is a story to do with that. Okay, go. Oh, oh mom, stop listening now, please. <laughs> um, so, so, it was when I was at school, and... There was I was kind of messaging this girl, and she'd uh, said that she'd kind of like suggested that oh things we could go further blah blah, blah. Um, and then I kind of freaked out because at that time like I I was prematurely hairy I got hairy bum like before anyone else, and I kind of freaked out because I figured that if I hadn't had sex before the biggest issue would be my hairy bum. <laughs> what? Um, and uh, so then I. Used that Veet cream on my butt and okay. got rid of the cr- got rid of the hair. Anyway, never slept with her, and then ended up not being able to sit down for like a week as it all got itchy and rashy as it grew back in. <laughs> How did you know about that, Ragnar? I didn't. <laughs> I think I think you offered it up freely there. Yeah, I just made a very sort of vague comment. That was an obvious lie. I feel like Monroe was just waiting for the opportunity to share about his yeah, uh, putting cream so on too. his butthole. So I have another mistake that was the main mistake. Okay. It was actually when like NASA was making like a, they made like a satellite. And according to Wikipedia, at November 4th, wait, I said a mis- wrong thing. At September 6th, 2003, they dropped the satellite. Like on the construction floor, like where they were making it, that mistake costed hundred and thirty million dollars. I, I feel like I should be getting these millions instead of the people making these decisions. So it was like they were like moving it some around the floor, and it just dropped on the floor. I really hope that Seth's snoring got picked up during that because it was <laughs> the perfect background to your story. <laughs> it's a bo- okay. wow. wow thank you thank you uh oh so originally he told me it was, delete it was that three story. friends delete talking that story come on i've been waiting to get you back for that nerd comment in episode four i've been waiting for eight <laughs> episodes and i can finally Ooh. get you back when i was telling a story yeah. and you just called me a nerd oh i've been waiting for my opportunity to get you I'm back s- i'm sorry for that Ragnar. Now I understand. Exactly, you know how it feels. But you actually were a nerd then, but no. <laughs> I understand, sorry. Uh, that sounds like a terrible mistake that they shouldn't have made. Maybe the worst and most expensive mistake, mistake was that I was telling you this story. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wow. possibility. What a perspective right there. Me, do you want me to just leave the show? I think the, the most expensive mistake is just you. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. I'm going to cry. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I'm joking. The worst, the worst, not expensive mistakes, but the worst mistakes are like Monroe, you're always a hair's breadth from making the worst mistakes. Yeah, but bad decisions make the best stories. So That's true. Uh, everybody, is your blog post about China still up on the internet? Uh, probably somewhere, and the one about the one we about should. India, I got a few mistakes on there as well. I think 
We should find this and uh, direct our listeners to it. Do you, I've I speak a lot about your your Great Wall of China story, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is the dumbest thing any human has ever undertaken. Uh, do you want to tell Johan about this? So I was in I was in China with Mel, uh, mm-hmm. and we I think we read somewhere on the internet one line that said, "If you start walking along the Great Wall of China from here, you can then mm-hmm. go for." three days and you'll end up or for, for two or three days and you'll end up um, at this other village and it'll be fine. And we kind of figured like it's the Great Wall of China. So you obviously don't need maps because how can you get lost? It's a wall. Um, <laughs> and this, this line said that you could do it. So obviously it's possible. So we started this, this hike and fuck me, the, the Great Wall of China, it's so steep. Like, I can't even fathom. <laughs> it's so steep all the time. And it's so hot everywhere. And we were walking along the, these ruins that were kind of on these really steep bits that were kind of falling apart and stuff. And it was the, the first day we didn't come across any villages. We didn't come across anybody. We were walking around all these like super steep bits and we ran out of water on the first day. And then we went no. we went to bed that no, night and we bed. slept in one of the old the old watchtowers. Um and before we went to bed, we had to move all these big bricks out of the way to kind of clear the area. And we're kinda of like, oh, where did these bricks come from? And then as we lay back mm. to go to sleep, we just saw these brick shaped holes in the ceiling of this old tower. So then the next day we were we obviously the sensible thing would have been to just walk back because at least we knew where that was. We're like, nah, nah, we'll just crack on because there must be a village soon. <laughs> there was not yeah. a village soon. We spent another 16 oh, hours in the heat with no water oh. and no idea where in the next village was going to come up just completely dehydrated with a full bag of stuff. And then it was all overgrown. And I just, you start to, like, kind of went to survival mode and start to remember all these little facts. And I remember someone saying to me once, like, if you stamp your feet, it'll scare the snakes away. So we're walking along, stamping our feet. And then we, <laughs> we see this village that's uh, down at the base of this cliff. But we can't get down because it's this big sheer cliff. So they don't have to go into the jungle and start like, hammering our way through the jungle but obviously we didn't bring a machete because that would have been sensible so we're just like chopping with our arms through this stuff and then <laughs> and while stamping right you yeah continue. exactly and <laughs> i then, imagine you're just doing the robot mel- next to the great wall of china <laughs> so you can get some water <laughs> mel like falls and gets a stick in her uh a stick in her eye and then like gets a cut leg but we didn't really have a proper first aid kit with us so i'm like duct taping her leg up to get that started and then i'm like <laughs> Shouting at her, telling her to stop crying because she can't afford to lose the fluids because we're already dehydrated. And then, <laughs> then, then we like oh. saunter on down to the base of this cliff, finally get to a village, and people are just laughing at us. And all was well. And now we got a good story to tell. Uh, nice. uh, that's you're you're alive at least. Yeah, the story is slightly disappointing to me because the way I remembered it was that you didn't see the village. You just like had to make a hail mary, like perpendicular effort away from the wall. No, we uh, that and would that would have been village. really bold to do that because then we could have been just yeah. lost in the jungle for days. Yeah, and then you would have died. Yeah, and then I wouldn't have a podcast, which would be bad. Yeah, okay. what would you call? Then it would have been call, calling Seth. Yeah, it would have been remembering yeah, that's Monroe. Hey, that's my podcast. Remembering bro. Monroe. Don't, don't that <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few more like nearly died stories as well. We can we can trickle those out throughout the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's not 
Let's not blow our load too soon, eh, Monroe? We're uh, all too familiar with that. My, please stop listening, Mom, if you haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> you have a story about that, don't you? Uh, I've got a kind of a... I've, I'm, not, I'm not over it offering this story up right now. That story can come out another time. It's a slightly different angle, but... <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, anyway, uh, moving yeah, on. Moving on. Johan, have you ever almost died? Uh, not to my memory, no. Oh, wow, I've what never a boring been, guest. Never, oh, yeah, no, actually, true, once, yeah. When? How? Uh, I was in, so I went to Amsterdam with my friends, and I apologize to my mom if she ever listens to this podcast, but I went to meet family members, and those family, family members... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Seth just Seth snoring so loudly. <laughs> uh, those family members lived in Harlem, and so we took the train there, and uh, it was my cousin's birthday, much like our snoring man's birthday today. <laughs> yeah. And we did a bunch of drugs and then had a long talk on the roof while the party was going on, his birthday party. And on the way down, he broke the ladder, and I was stuck up on the roof. And I remember just being on the edge of the roof and, and just feeling like, oh, shit. This is it. But then uh, we got a new ladder and I was fine. So I kind of almost fell off the roof. <laughs> you almost, almost <laughs> fell almost. off the roof. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. This story <laughs> has more meaning than that. But I think <laughs> as my first time on the podcast, I don't know if I want to be challenging Monroe with this. No one can challenge stories, Monroe, you know? I don't think. I, I'm just getting distracted by this continuous low hum of snoring in the background as well. <laughs> I really, really hope it gets picked up for the podcast. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it is. I think it must be. If Monroe can hear it, then yeah, definitely. Seth is just fucking snoring away. This is not the first time that Seth sleeps in my studio. I do not hear his snoring. Fair. But Seth is one of these people who just uh, doesn't sleep normally. Like, no matter what time of day I message him, he messages me back instantly. That sounds like a good friend for you to have because you don't sleep much either. Uh, I do sleep. I just, uh, <laughs> I go to sleep late and I wake up kind of late. I have a good skill this week. I know it's not time yet, but I'm excited to because oh, I have really? a good skill. Okay, I was going to see if our guest had a skill, but we'll get to that in a bit. I have a random question oh. that okay. may be boring, may not be. Basically, mm-hmm. I was looking at going Bivium with my mates and we mm-hmm. wanted a rabbit so that we could gut and eat a rabbit whilst we were there. Ugh, but mm-hmm. the easiest source of a rabbit was a pet shop. Oh, what? but for some reason that we couldn't really define, we felt uncomfortable about getting a rabbit from a pet shop to eat, despite the fact that we'd happily go out and shoot the rabbit or go out and like get a rabbit from a butcher's. And um, we couldn't really mm-hmm. put our finger on it about why we felt bad getting a rabbit from a pet shop to eat. I think it's because the rabbit is a designated pet. It's not. Um like in the other one, it's just like it's compartmentalized differently in your noodle. <laughs> we thought about devolving moral responsibilities from ourselves, and we could get a snake at the same time as getting the rabbit, and then the snake who killed the rabbit for us, and then we wouldn't have killed the rabbit. <laughs> but and what's going to kill, kill the snake? The, they, they would kill the snake. Oh, the snake would just go free. What? No, but that's how you, that that's how you for destroy societies. I'll keep it. I, I mean, I understand, though, right? Like... Because one of them, it is a pet. Like, you think of it as a pet, whereas the one out in the wild, you don't. Like, you would feel worse uh, taking home a rabbit, even if it's like a baby rabbit from the wild, than one from a pet shop. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. That, I feel like I would, why, but I still can't say why. Like, there is no difference between them. 
Well, for, for me, as an ambiguous person who's uh, good at math, unrelated, <laughs> uh, I, that's why I only kill and eat dogs from the wild. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh. Being a dog owner, I no longer find this funny, and I'm going to say it's not allowed. Oh, okay. Well, just make sure your dog's on a leash, and uh, it's, it's all good. You know? <laughs> Ragnar, Ragnar, there's nothing as fun as eating a dog. <laughs> hey, at least I have a, another party member with me. I would I say hunting it. man is probably more fun than eating a dog. <laughs> you sound like you're ready for war, sir. Yeah. I th- do you think hunting man is the ultimate sport, Johan? Probably, yeah. Because man understands, you know, has a sense of his own mortality. Uh, that's true. Uh, speaking of mortality, mm-hmm. there's uh, I teased this last episode, and I think it's good that we have a guest to weigh in on this. Mm-hmm. Last episode, Johan, I'm sure you listened to all of our our, our shows. Yep. Uh, I mentioned the fact that people think I'm ridiculous for thinking or being worried about the fact that in the wintertime, if I fart outside, then you might be able to see a little cloud. <laughs> this was my favorite thing. <laughs> that is, that I've, is had, I've had so many people be like, no, that's ridiculous. Why would that happen? Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, you don't know that it wouldn't happen. Like, you... You see your breath well, out in my, the cold. My question is, does this relate to you being more comfortable in underwear than naked? No, mm. I don't think so. Ah, see? Oh. See? I don't think so. I don't personally see a connection between those two emotions. But I have. Look, a, I, I feel like if you are more comfortable with being naked, you would be okay with your tiny cold farts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I agree. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Are you worried that the farts are not going to be big enough? No, that's that's never the word. <laughs> Tiny cold part. It's just like you know that life would be uncomfortable. Let's say that you were were cursed with the fact that every time you fart, like it comes out as a little red cloud out of you. You wouldn't enjoy that. You wouldn't enjoy being the only person that happened to. I think I would enjoy that immensely. I, I, if that would happen to everyone, I would not be the only person. I'm not saying to everyone. It only happens to you. Oh. You wouldn't like it. I think I would use it to create no, my own Broadway that, that magic show. doesn't make any sense. You would use it to what? Create my own Broadway magic show. Okay, yeah, that would or, be cool. Or be one of these, uh, oh, yeah, the circus yeah. people. But you wouldn't like it. Like, you wouldn't like, because if you went to a job interview and you really had to fart, like, you might be able to sneak one out normally, but not in this scenario. No, I would, in fact, put it on my resume. Fair enough. But I have a different thing. <laughs> I have a different thing that people have been like, no, of course not, but absolutely not. You don't know this. Mm-hmm. So, um, human breasts... So uh, humans mm-hmm. are one of the few animals that like perpetually have enlarged breasts. Mm. Well, not mm-hmm. enlarged, but like visibly, you know, whereas most mm-hmm. mammals, they like become bigger uh, when they're lactating, which I guess happens to humans too, yeah, but it like does, it's, yeah. it's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is that the size of a female's breasts does not correlate at all with how much milk she produces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is Don't say mm-hmm. That is interesting. It's not obvious. Yeah. I, I knew this. Obviously. Yeah, because I told you. N- no. Yeah, we had a conversation about this at work. No, I, I believe it's because you're both neuroscientists, <laughs> you know? So I guess if but you've this, got the baseline size of a breast when it's not lactating, but then does the amount of milk it pro- uh, breast can produce, is that proportional to the increase in size that it has when it lactates? I mean, pro- it has that, to be, right? Because then that would be intuitive. I mean, it has to be, yeah. because what else is the increase in size? Yeah. Other than just milk, right? Uh, or something. But no, because you would <laughs> <Or> in- <something. laughs> intuitively, 
intuitively you would think of like two people the same size one of them ha- is completely flat chested and the other one has like just she can't even walk you would you would think that the one that can't even walk would be capable of producing more milk that's like the intuitive mm. thought but it's mm. not true you just it's all just extra yeah. fat mass and you have the same amount of uh like uh, milk like mammary gland tissue that produces milk you know, it's it's funny because this is oddly similar to the conversation I have with women about the size of my penis. What do you say? <laughs> that you, that you... I explained that it's all just extra fat on the other <laughs> end, but we, in fact, produce a similar amount of pleasure. <laughs> pleasure not, I thought you were going to say that, like, you produce a similar amount of semen, so no, it's no, fine. No, 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 milk, milk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I produce just as much milk <laughs> as the other guys in the room. Don't worry, baby. Have I spoken about um, breastfeeding in Poland and breastfeeding culture? Yeah, we have. We yeah, have. okay, I'll skip that. I skip. Think yeah, so. I think I thought I that. Think, I thought I that'd think come Monroe, up. you're going. You're going all respect. Turns out I only have 14 hours right. worth of stories. <laughs> <laughs> but surely testicle size has to correlate with uh, sperm production. It just has to, right? Let's you bing it. So? Yeah, you should bing it. Doctor go it, doctor go it. But your testicles, yeah. like they're not the extra tissue isn't just bullshit fat tissue. Like it has to be doing something. Guys, can you stop a little bit? I'm gonna answer the phone. Can't you just reject? I don't know what it is. It seems scary. Can I do that? Yeah, yeah. Of course we're all waiting. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Yeah, Maria I have no idea what just happened. The woman from the Red Cross called and said, I'm coming from the Red Cross. Is this a good time? And he said, no, it's a bad time. And she said, okay, can I call you later? And we told him to say no, and he just said no. (laughs) That's staying on the podcast, absolutely. Oh, fucking God, that'd be so bad. That needs to stay on the podcast. It is You'll need to have some sort of English translation, though. I feel like most of our listeners are English. I just translated No, No, I'm gonna... Send money to the Red Cross. No, it's no, fine. No, 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 no. Monroe okay. already worked for the Red Cross for a year, so they have enough money. <clears throat> okay, okay, good. What were we saying? We were trying to work out if testicle size is. Oh yeah, did you did you bing it? Uh, DuckDuckGo is not giving me any any answers yet. Okay, I'll Google it. Uh, having large testicles is also associated with greater sperm production and higher levels of testosterone, as well as higher levels of aggression. Mm. Other research suggests oh, nice. smaller testicles are associated with lower levels of sperm production. Okay, so the same exact same thing. Um, National Geographic says bigger testes can offer a competitive edge. I assume in like math and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, the Telegraph says size matters. The benefit of having big balls. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for everyone out there, big balls do make a difference uh, if you care about sperm count or whatever production mm-hmm. whereas uh, breast size doesn't correlate with milk production so what you're saying is women should hide their breasts and in fact men should show off their balls yeah well not hide them but like it shouldn't you should just it should be neutral in terms of like a biological signal yeah whereas uh, yeah balls should be whereas a woman should see those balls and just be like oh my god yeah I mean 
if you think about it, like if you're thinking about it rationally, like as if sex drive is this like a biologically mandated thing, then yes, right? Yeah, but I've just never thought sex and rational thoughts mixed together. It's usually just no, I know, but like. Surely, I understand the perspective you're going from. Sex, yes, and then you shave all the hair off your butt. <laughs> yeah, that that has no like. That's completely irrelevant to the rational thoughts, right? In in fact, I'm going to tell all my friends that today a doctor told me to remove the hair from my anus. Yeah, before, <laughs> before having sex. Oh, Lord, uh, how are you right now, Monroe? Are you are you hairy all over? Do you? <laughs> I'm trying to make your mom as uncomfortable as possible. Let's I, give another shout out to Monroe's mom. Yeah. Hi, Jill. So I've never met luck, her, right? Luck, you've never met her, no. Right. I never I never got a hairy back, luckily, but I get a hairy belly, which I trim. Okay. Do you trim all your body hair? No. Uh, don't trim my leg hair. Don't no, trim okay, my yeah. hair. Chest hair. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you trim your belly, but not your chest? Yeah. I, I quite like my chest hair. I just don't like my belly hair that much. Interesting. Do, yeah. do you trim your pubic hair? Yeah. Do you shave your balls? Yeah. Or trim them? Trim. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, any, more, any more questions? Any more for any more? Well, from that, from from the regions you told me, I, what I understand from you now is that Monroe is compassionate. Oh, is that correct? <laughs> are you a, are you in a, are you a compassionate person, Monroe? I am a compassionate person. Okay, all right. Does That's your just... compassion stem from a genuine want to make others, uh, so Mel in this case, I guess, uh, feel better, or does it stem from wanting to uh, sort of? Does it stem from your own insecurities? Which one is the bigger driving factor? Probably the first. I'm not insecure about my hair, really. So. Aren't you, though? No, I, I used to be <laughs> as a teenager, but I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, if you were to pose nude for Men's Health magazine, yeah, what would you do to your body hair? Uh, just so, like, you, you just get an offer. You get an offer to pose nude for them. They don't tell you to do anything. And yeah. you're just like, what do you do? Sorry. I just trim my belly hair. Is that it? Yeah. What about your pubic hair and your balls? Well, I wouldn't be going naked for them anyway. I just said full body naked shoot. Oh, full body naked shoot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd just do the usual. I would just do what I usually do, trim. Okay. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah. I think he's searching for advice and he got a reason. No, I just want to I want to say Ragnar, you. you need to get more comfortable being naked. I am I am perfectly comfortable. It's just mm, that yeah, I, you just choose never to be, to be naked because you are not. It's not that I choose never to be. It's that just that like uh, I don't know. It does. It feels it feels better to be wearing underwear. I don't know. It's like it it's calming in some way. It like I don't know. It's that mm -hmm. like little bit of like a little hug for uh, your testicles. Yeah, it's just that little <laughs> hug for like that whole part of your body. It like keeps everything nice and compact mm -hmm. and like together. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of nicer. It's more comfortable. Can I tell my damn skill now? No, we're going to ask. So uh, we have a guest here. Have you actually listened to any of our episodes? No. Good. So our next segment is called the skill of the week, where one of us or many of us present a skill oh. to oh. our listeners. Uh, do you have any skills that you want to pitch or like present to the world, the entire world? A skill I want to present to the entire world yeah. over voice. Yeah. Um, Don't feel any pressure because Seth's suggestion was to Google something. So you, yeah. you got a low oh, bar. Oh, oh, yeah. Didn't he, didn't he do something? You told me about it, about improving yourself or something. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think a good skill, like a 
and like an actually good skill to ha- to have is to be more open. I think I have become quite open. I think that's a good skill. As in, uh, I've often been told that people open up easily to me. I think you can do that just by taking a moment to yeah relax and be yourself for a bit, and just you know be okay with being naked every once in a while, right? Oh, fit mm-hmm. like literally and metaphorically. Yeah, I think you should listen to our podcast. I will. Okay, what are they usually? Because I can also like uh, I can make a snake with my fingers. There you Here, go. I'll show Ragnar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a snake. It absolutely is a snake, and <laughs> we're gonna get a video of that for the Instagram. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, can you explain can to you our describe? listeners how to make a snake with your hands? <laughs> yeah, that's the more important skill of the two. Yeah. Um, if you cross your your pointer and middle finger, which one goes over? The middle goes over. Okay, on both hands or one hand? On both. It's the exact same. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, then you do the same for your ring and pinky finger with your mm-hmm. ring finger on top. Okay. Your ring f- finger is what's known as a top in the <laughs> industry or a dom. <laughs> <laughs> and if you just put your pinky nicely on top of your pointer finger, mm-hmm. you'll have a layered cross fingers and then you connect the tips of all of your fingers that are possible. So everything but I can't do that. I am lost. So I have my pointer finger, or I have my, my middle finger over my pointer finger. Correct. I have my ring finger over my pinky. Correct. Then your pinky should touch your pointer finger. Your on pinky which? should be on oh, top yeah. of your pointer finger. Yeah, 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 I get it. Like both hands yeah. mirror each other, you know? And then you just put... Your, from your two hands, you put your middle fingers together, your ring fingers together, and your thumbs together. And then what? And then, by Jove, you have a snake if you've done it right. <laughs> I have not <laughs> done it right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this will go on our Instagram. Yeah, I'll put I'll it on the Instagram. I've done wrong. Show it. I, I do not. It makes no sense. It's. Uh, I feel like he couldn't have described it any better, but I also have him right in front of me. Doing <laughs> it, so. It's a little bit cheating. There. So yeah, this was the this was the important skill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one was a good point, right? It's. Uh, yeah. He is. Johan is yeah. one of these people that he is disarming. Maybe I mean, I so I, un- I felt disarmed by him before he'd even spoken to me. Exactly. Yeah. I, I have that skill of taking people's clothes off without their, them knowing, you know. Is it, do you think it's because you're non-threatening? Are you threatening or non-threatening? I think it's just like we talked about earlier in the podcast. My balls are tiny, so oh. I have no aggression. Yeah, low testosterone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But a lot of fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's because uh, I, I spent a lot of time practicing talking to people. I used to have pretend conversations with people I knew, you know, just making them up. And mm-hmm. kind of uh, it would have a what would be a normal conversation in my head to myself. Like when I was like 14, 15, I would have conversations with myself pretending to be both parties. And then occasionally look in the mirror to try to catch my facial expression in order to understand what would be natural. And so I did that for about a half a year mm-hmm. to a year. Damn. And uh, I became very good at talking to people because before then I, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to talk to people at all. So I just did mm-hmm. that. I kind of realized later on that that's just kind of what you do in acting, you know? And I guess it made more sense there to be emotionally open and so, to be able to recognize facial uh, expressions. So you're saying, would you say that now when you're talking to people that you are acting or you're being genuine? I'm being genuine. I thought I was acting for a while, but, you know, 
I'm not going to go full Jim Carrey and be like, Johan is just the personality that I played. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless it makes me millions and millions of dollars like Jim Carrey, you know, no, no disrespect. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I am completely genuine. Nice. I think so. I haven't brought myself to one of those like rock specialists where they look at my testicles and tell me that it's mostly fat. Right, right. But I think my rocks are genuine. Nice. You can buy testicle beads, which allow mm-hmm. you to uh, basically tell where you are on the scale of testicle size. Really? And they look what? they look like something you could wear as a necklace if you Google testicle beads. It's just oh. little, little uh, beads that kind of go up in increasing size. Is, is this for doctors? Of, yeah, kind of I think it's like more for pediatrics. So you can kind of see the, look, the stages of growth. Like but it's maybe called an orchidometer, could, actually. Maybe we could uh, buy a pair, and then everyone who comes on as a guest, if they're male, would have to tell <laughs> us the size of their testicle. <laughs> and then you send one to each of your listeners. And yeah. Have them. <laughs> I'm calling. That can be the first prize giveaway. We'll buy someone an orchidometer. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. What, what, what do they have to do to earn an orchidometer? Um, they have to make the snake. Yeah, they have. the best. The best picture <laughs> yeah, of the snake yeah. will win an orchidometer. <laughs> yeah. That's actually we should do that. So I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, let's do it. It's real. Yeah, we'll do. A, we'll do an Instagram contest. Um, people have to submit pictures of them doing the snake. We pick the best one and we mail them an orchidometer. <laughs> yeah, they have to do it from the text. From how he described it. No, that we can't police that. That's impossible. Because we wanted to do. Wait, do you want it to do it just for the for guests on our podcast, or do you want to do it for the world? Any anyone? Uh, yeah, I think we. Any, should, that's what I'm saying. I think anyone. we should just throw it up on Instagram. Yeah, a challenge yeah, yeah. for the world. Uh, get people like The Rock and Jason Statham to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the best, the best one gets an orchidometer. Mm-hmm. I mean. The Rock has had so many steroids, I think he'd be pretty low down on the orchidometer. So this, I see it, it goes from 1 to 25, this orchidometer I'm looking at right now, but it has a, so it has beads 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and then 8, 10, 12, 15, 20, 25. Uh, imagine a 1 versus a 25, that's a big difference, man. This mm. is... Ragnar, yeah. can I bring my parting words now? No, no we haven't done my skill what yet. What the hell are you talking about? Have you oh, listened God, to this I... podcast before? Yeah, oh God. Like... I'm so excited to tell you, but let's finish. So Monroe, you had a you had another skill, right? So I've been a man of the lunchbox for the last couple of weeks. Right. And nothing worse than trying to peel off the little eggshell bits and it's just oh. Mm-hmm. But all you need okay. to do is you crack a little you crack the top and you crack the bottom of the egg. You then peel off uh Slightly a smaller, a small-ish hole on the top of the egg, and then on the bottom of the egg, you peel off a slightly bigger hole, and then you put the small, the pointy end of the egg in your mouth, and you blow really hard, and the egg pops out of the shell. And I've done it on cold mm. eggs and hot eggs, and it's worked on both. Nice. Sounds like I'm gonna be blowing eggs soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to talk about blowing eggs while I'm looking at a picture of an orchidometer. <laughs> <laughs> is is that where the idea came to? You? Is that how you related it, Monroe? So uh, the, this number twenty five on the orchidometer genuinely looks like the size of an egg, um, but uh, I don't ever have this issue with peeling eggs. Like it's not that hard. It it's not I, that hard. I, oh, I find it a real pain in the ass. Would you say that's because neuroscientists are more skilled than doctors? Oh, probably. 
Also, the archidometer works in mils, which is an interesting. Mm-hmm. Mills as in milliliters? Yeah, so it's 25 milliliters is that top one. I, th- I thought you just said mills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm thinking because I don't want to talk badly about your future wife. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Testicle size is measured in mills. Uh, fine, Guidon. Finally, do you have any quotes. parting words for us? Yes. It's a great one. Sometimes it takes balls to be a woman. Oh, uh, I hate these quotes of yours. I hate so them. Do I. <laughs> oh and, Except for the KFC be, joke. That was Yeah, the KFC joke, joke was incredible. Yeah, but also be kind, you know, the bee, the fly. Mm, I have a bee on my leg now. Nice. Um Johan, we do uh we do parting words as you can tell from what Guillaume just fucking did. Okay. Uh, he has a random quote every week. Monroe just says something. Uh, do you have any th- any parting words for our listeners? It can be it can be anything you want. Any parting words just, I want? Yeah. Just is there anything you want to get off your chest for the world? Oh, f- for the whole world? Yeah, including the Rock and Jason Statham. <laughs> uh, for the whole world. Yeah. Uh, fucking just chill a little bit, man. That's my that's my parting words. Just take it easy. Just, Lemon just squeezy. Just chill a little bit, man. Nice. And exactly those words. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Monroe, do you have any parting words before I uh, tell you that I forgot about Fogarty's voicemail? Oh, yeah. Uh, when you're feeling low and you need a bro, get naked and eat an ice lolly. Oh, yeah, you've been naked this whole entire time. Yeah. That's so weird to me. <laughs> He's already beat your record. Just like, during the podcast. Is it not weird? If you're really hot and you're naked, you're just taint sweating on whatever you're sitting on. I'm sitting on a material chair. So. Yes, that's like, even worse. If it was a leather chair, you could like wipe it, but the material chair is going to have your taint sweat for eons. But I'm only living here for three months. Oh, it's not your chair? No. <laughs> Very you know, good. E- even if Mandro was naked, he's just a voice to me. Yeah? So you don't believe he sweats? No. He's not rendered uh, for you. He's just a voice. He's in fact not he's just a, a sweaty voice. voice. <laughs> do we want to do- listen to Foggy's voicemail or do we want to... Just Let's save it for next week. People got something to come back we, for. We totally forgot about the existence of voicemails. Uh, sorry, boys and or girls. Um, my parting words, as always, uh, I will say after I say thank you to our guest, Johan, for, for appearing so graciously after I appeared on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, remember to email us at callingmonroe at gmail.com if you have any shit. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Calling Monroe for the Orchidometer game. Yeah, baby. Uh, tell your mom about our podcast and keep on trucking. Goodbye, Goodbye. folks. Bye bye. Bye. You're feeling low. In need of a bro. There's one thing. Your heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe